Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning into this Monday pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize that you get to decide, you get to steer yourself in the direction you want to go. I know I've heard many people say that that's really not how life works, or they try to use God and say that God steers you. And in some ways, as a person that follows Catholicism, who is Catholic, I agree with that, right? And before I was Catholic, I was Baptist. So I I, I might agree with that in some ways. But in other ways, I think that we dictate our future by the decisions that we make. And we have to recognize that by looking in the mirror in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, in your phone, in the bathroom, in your bedroom, whatever it may be. Honestly, you need to look at your reflection and reflect on where you've been and reflect on where you're going. We talk about this everyday life is never easy. Sometimes life gives you like tornadoes and hurricanes and you have to figure out a way to live through that. Honestly, recognize how amazing you are, how resilient you are, how beautiful, how handsome, how talented you are, how radiant you are, and recognize your star power when you look at your reflection. Let us start the podcast by doing our mantra. Yes, we can decide we want to watch a new show, decide we want to read a new book, decide we want to pick up something that we stopped doing, decide we want to do something new, decide we want to change our style, our lip color, our hair color. Where we go to vacation or the car that we drive. I am going to start being a different person, right? There was something about church yesterday. My um, choir had a party and more than one person spoke about how our choir family and our church life is like our other family. And it really resonated with me because the most the biggest thing that I care about in my life outside of my husband and our family is church. Right. Something that means everything to me is being around the men and women that are a part of our church family, whether I am greeting, whether I'm serving and helping in any way that I possibly can. And those moments, that time, it really means everything to me. And so I hope and I do pray that like that just continues to grow and I hope as me and um, Skip have children together that they feel that passion for God too the way that I do it's so amazing it's so fulfilling and it's so true and real and who doesn't want that right that is the whole idea Having that feeling in your heart and your soul is everything. So, yes, you can be a better person. Yes, you can go back to church. Yes, you can love God. Yes, you can decide that you want yellow Nikes instead of green. And yes, you can decide that you want to wear Puma instead of Nikes or Nike instead of Puma. You could decide that you want to shop at Goodwill. You could decide you want to shop on Amazon. You could decide you like Whole Foods or you could decide you like another grocery store. You can decide that 
you want to do push to start or you could decide you want to buy something electric. If you're deciding electric, I recommend look at Tesla first. Even though that's probably the most expensive one, it's going to be the most reliable one. Regardless of everything, yes, you can decide you want to have nonstick pans. Yes, you can decide you want to order a new oven. And yes, you can decide that you want to change your favorite color. Outside of the yes, you can is the never give up. If you give up halfway through on something, how are you going to get to the end of that and see the other side of it? Are you going to be able to see the other side of it? Probably not, right? Giving up is giving in. And giving in isn't solving the problem. I advise that you hold on to something that's important to you or somebody that's something that's important to somebody that you love. Like, if your mom's sick, if your brother has something wrong, if your sister's pregnant and something's not going right, talk to God, right? Try to be somebody that can help them. If your cousin has cancer and they're going through a difficult time, try to be somebody that they can rely on. It's never easy to hear that something wrong is going to wrong with somebody that you love or your own self. I used to ha- find it hard to tell people that the reason I don't have kids at my age is because I had polycystic ovary syndrome. But now it's becoming easy for me to open up and talk about that. And yesterday at church, I was speaking with the women that were part of my choir and I told them about how I had polycystic ovary syndrome. And their response to me was, you know, you can always adopt or you can, there's other options for you. And it just felt like such a weight was lifted off me and I was just freed from the stereotype of not having kids. Like, there's so many other ways that you can have them. And God is so good. And I I just want to take a moment to say, don't give up on anybody that you love and don't give up on yourself. You might be feeling some type of way about your weight. You might be feeling some type of way about your hair color, your texture. You might be feeling some type of way about your wardrobe and your closet. Or you might even be feeling some type of way about where you work or where you went to school. But don't let that dictate your day. And don't let that make you feel like you can't continue. If you're in the army, you might be feeling some type of way because you're sacrificing your life to save others. And it might be scary. It likely is scary. Right? Right? That's a lot. Again, I want to take a moment and say thank you to all those men and women that serve in the United States and around the world in armies, especially those that serve in Israel. There's those that serve in every country. That's not authoritarian. I I want to take time and just think thank you. (laughs) To the men and women that know that they want to give themselves over to something that means more to them. Thank you for doing that. Back to the never give up. If you're giving up on something and you're not seeing the entire story, how are you going to know what happens at the end? Are you going to know what happens at the end? Probably not. Honestly. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your story. See everything to the end so you can see all the greatness that's coming. Following the never give up. Thank you, John Cena, for giving us that mantra of the day. Following that is why not today. I know I say this every day, but procrastination and indecisiveness is not the answer. If the dishwasher doesn't work, 
sitting there and staring at it isn't going to make it work correctly. If there's something wrong with the washing machine in the basement, it's likely it needs to be looked at or something's going wrong with the wires or the pipes or something. You need to get somebody that can actually fix it, look at it. And if we're not taking the time to do that, it's not helping. Honestly, we need to be better about not thinking five years to fix something. I know it's difficult, but we need to make a difference. Honestly, there's a lot that comes into why not today. And I said this yesterday or Friday, Saturday, which was yesterday. No, which was the day before yesterday, which was Sunday. If we pretend like we can control time and we have a click button, then we're not living. We don't control time. We don't have a way to stop it or forward it. Don't waste the time you have available not doing things that you need to get done. Don't be that person. Why not today is the mantra that says, shit, if I got the hours to do it today, what am I going to wait for tomorrow for? What are you waiting for? That's the question. Following that, let's get to the main part of the conversation. Let's get to the headlines. So, when it comes to politics, as you know, there's a lot going on. There's clearly a... Honestly, President Trump is likely going to be the nominee for the Republican Party, even though Nikki Haley is pretending like he's not. Okay, let's let's get past that. So there's going to be a lot of people out here that are going to be angry and mad and upset at the idea that it's going to be, again, a runoff between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Now, I can remember the four years when Donald Trump was president, and I can remember how nice life was. Then again, I can think about the moment that Joe Biden got elected into office and all the chaos that followed him after. Since 2020, I've had an array of experiences. I left teaching and education to pursue a career in finance, right? I had put all of my eggs in the basket of being an educator and a teacher, and I had to walk away from that for many for many reasons. But mostly the reasons I had to walk away from it was because of the fact 
that the teachers and the unions and the and complete the education system just completely overall was too far gone for me to be able to work in it. And I said it at the time when it was happening because I started this podcast at that time. Oh my God, it's been like four years I've been doing this podcast. Honestly, we have been living in a decay. I think that it's convenient for us not to talk about the difficulties and the things that make us upset. On Friday, Joe Biden decided to attack like Iran or something and he made a bunch of moves. But I said that day when I did the Friday, Saturday podcast, was it too late? Why did it take him all those days to make that decision? Why didn't he do things far faster? Does he think he's not sending the wrong message to the rest of the world? They're allowing illegal immigrants into the United States of America. They don't do that in any other country. Now, I have heritage that's Irish and I have heritage that's German. And I have done a lot of research on Ireland and Germany and uh, there's some weird stuff going on in Ireland right now with these leftist lunatic progressives. And there's definitely a lot of strange activity going on in a lot of countries around the world with these globalist idiots that seem to think that their power can't be removed from them. We're talking about the Davos crew, right? Them. But I'd like to say this. This world wasn't built by these elite autocrats that sit in these chairs and answer these idiotic questions. Honestly, we have to be stronger. It doesn't matter what country you live in. Under God, we are all people together. We are all brothers and sisters, and we don't have color. We are all gray. I say this shit all the time. I say it so much to my husband that at the point now, he just says, I'm feeling dark gray today. And I say, I'm feeling light gray. Star power. We walk around the house saying that to each other. And I don't just say it to my husband. I say it to my mom. I say it to my brothers. I say it to my sister-in-law. I say it to our family, to my best friend. This isn't things that I'm just making up. This is how I live my life every day. Because life is not easy. It is hard. People are envious, hateful, and mad all the fucking time. All the time. Especially when it comes to politics. Nobody wants to have these conversations. They don't like talking about the fact that things are harder under Joe Biden than they were under Donald Trump. Joe Biden is ruining the entire world. Okay? Giving power to people that don't understand power is a problem. Your government telling you that you have to overpay for things that, frankly, are not worth the price is a problem. And us not calling them out is a problem. Us pretending like, ah, it's okay, is a problem. Brothers and sisters. Doesn't matter what color your skin is. I love you if your hair is orange, purple, green, yellow, gray. Whatever God wants you to be. Brothers and sisters, hear me now. We are great together.
we are together. They want to pretend like we don't have power, but we have always had power. And brothers and sisters that live in the United States or are trying to get here, if you come into this country the correct way in the United States of America, I say welcome home, right? I say welcome home. We want you to come here if you want to work hard and you want to have a glorious life and future for your children and your family. We want you to do that, but it has to be the legal way. The Biden administration is misusing their power and the DOG and all these agencies to attack Donald Trump, to attack us. And the only reason that they're getting away with this shit is because the media doesn't do their job anymore and because people are unwilling to be honest. There was a laptop from Hunter Biden. He did a bunch of things he shouldn't have done. There was a lot that happened with Jeffrey Epstein and they killed him in prison because they didn't want him talking about it. Right. We all knew that Bill Clinton was on those trips and we all knew that Donald Trump was on some of them, too. But if we're going to sit here and we're going to lie and act like the Democratic Party and the front runners from this party aren't the problem, then we're lying to ourselves. I think we have to be careful here. They're attacking Christians at parishes, at church, because it's convenient. They're attacking you if you stand for something, if you have values, if you have something to stand for. They're attacking you. Now, I said earlier in this podcast that my church family means everything to me. And I, I took it very seriously when I started RCIA and when I became a member of the church. And I took it very seriously when I said I want to follow in the footsteps of Nana Pegg at St. Peter Cathedral. This is my journey, my step that I'm taking with Jesus Christ to become Catholic. And I, and I take it very seriously. Everything that we do is not just something that we're doing. It's something where God is guiding me to do it with him. And so for me... Honestly, honestly, the question is, why can't we come together? What makes them think they're going to win? Why does Mitch McConnell get to dictate things that he shouldn't get to dictate anymore? Remember when he stood in a room and he didn't know where he was? Why aren't we replacing people that can't do stuff like that? Honestly. Mitch McConnell, a bunch of these like people that are supposed to be like Republicans listening to AOC and the squad and all these other people from all these countries around the world actually think that they know what they're talking about when they talk about the detriment of their citizens and they pretend like their citizens don't matter. It scares me that there's more people that are unaware of what they're spitting out into the ethers 
It horrifies me that no one is going to think about the outcome of this stupid stuff. There's less people having kids in China because for many years they were told they could only have one or two kids. So that's great. Infertility isn't fun. Now we're, we're getting into some very weird areas here. But then again, they want to allow everybody to have abortions. When you look at the amount of black women that had abortions over the last 45 to 50 years, it's quite a lot. When you just look overall, the American abortions that have happened over the last 60 years, it's even more. We have instilled in women that they can make decisions and have children out of wedlock and do a bunch of things and then not be held responsible for those decisions. Again, insane. It's sad. There's an America out here that's supposed to be an America that involves everybody. And there's a world that is supposed to be the world of the people, but it isn't. Brothers and sisters, regardless of your age, regardless of what street you grew up, what village you grew up in, we together are the change that is needed. We have to rise above this and we have to make a difference. Only good things can happen when you believe. And that's important. It is. Biden has no votes and they keep pretending like he does. And he keeps lying on television during interviews, pretending like he is looking at different polls that have different numbers of him against Donald Trump. Um, that's funny. Will Michelle Obama step up to take over for Joe Biden when it's pretty clear that he's not going to win and he's not cognitively there? I don't know if she's willing to give up her life of, um, like, model life and her, like, celebrity lifestyle to potentially be a president. But I guess her husband can't wait for her to run again. Gavin I suck Newsom is clearly sucking the dick of any guy around him. Desperate for the people's attention, pretending like he's actually doing something in California when California is like a 10th world country and it's a state. It's not a country. So the fact that uh, Gavin Newsom wants to allow illegal aliens in his uh, state and he wants to give them medical and free gift cards and uh, playstations and a bunch of stuff is okay. So. How about all these illegal aliens go to California, right? And then all these people, these trans people that want to have these weird surgeries and have doctors play uh, potato man with their body parts, you can go to California too. And when the surgeries don't end up working out and you basically become a eunuch and nothing ends up working out the way you want it, and your body doesn't work correctly anymore, and it's a horror show, don't go on some secret show complaining about how it didn't go right. Don't complain about your life. Don't say anything against the left. You're on board with them. So please, stay on board with them. When the bad things happen, don't complain about it after. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. 
Russia uh, for their natural gas supplies. Uh, also, there's other countries like uh, India. Uh, Gavin Newsom is clearly trying to become the president of the United States. The reason why he sucked up to the guy in charge of China. The reason why he cleaned up the streets of broken cities and pretended like they were beautiful when he welcomed in Chi. Yeah, remember that? And then he put everything back the way to the way it was. He created this environment and he didn't do it last year. He did this about 12 years ago. If you go back and look at the videos and look at the clips and listen to what he was saying, you'll understand why everything is the way it is now. It's quite evident. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an end. He doesn't have a stop. And there's no way to turn him off. He is simply going to be the guy that's there to take over once Biden dies. And now Biden might die from natural, like, circumstances where your body just deteriorates and just stops working. Probably that's going to happen at some point. And that's why they have Gavin Newsom there as a backup. And probably Michelle Obama. I don't know. We have no border. And Mayorkas can lie and say that we do. But I'm watching Greg Abbott talk about the border right now and seeing these illegal people walking through the water to come into America. The only reason they are walking into the water to come into America is because the Biden administration told them that they could come here. And I don't know why they did that. Because they can't. And they need to go back to wherever they came from. This is not a country where you can just walk into the country. If you don't come into the country the correct legal way, you shouldn't be able to come in here at all. That is what I'm saying. Stop letting bums take over. Why do people get a voice that don't work, don't have taxes taken out, don't contribute to anything, and they get a voice? Why do they get a voice? When I hear people say they're in between jobs or they're doing this or doing that, what the fuck does that mean? Police officers in New York City being beaten by illegal immigrants. I don't know. Why do we give voices to people that don't deserve them? Right. I'm saying illegals beat the shit out of officers on the streets of New York and other big cities too. And I'm watching them walk away. Now what I hear bum people that don't contribute don't have jobs and they sit around all day and they don't do anything and i actually hear these people say that um they think illegal people should come here or they think we should give this away or that away i just feel like saying why don't you give everything you have away then like seriously dude seriously the best part of all this that's happening with these Democrats talking and 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 Joe Biden struggling at condemning um, Donald Trump and him trying to attack everybody. The best part of all this is that the Democrats are losing. And when they bring Gavin Newsom into the conversation and they bring up. All these things that we already know, we've said it a million zillion times that Joe Biden isn't running anything. It's Obama. And Obama has been in charge since the moment Joe Biden won. That's basically what happened. And we know it.
moving on from that, the greed is going to get them one thing replaced. America should be great now and forever, and the world should work to have policies that work for the people of the country that they live there. Autocracies don't work, they fail, right? There's only one way for a country to succeed, and that's with capitalism, right? I'm sorry, progressive ideas do not work long term. They don't. They fail. We need to be implementing policies, and we need to be creating ways to make it easy for people to live, not just in America, but in every country. And countries need to be aware of the fact that they need people that are young, that are having kids, that are doing things that they need to be doing. That's what we need. If, if we don't have an environment that's not welcoming and loving and caring, then, then we don't have an environment. We're dooming ourselves. The greed has to be stopped. Moving on from greed to the main part of the conversation, no one likes shopping in stores. I was having this conversation with Heather, and she was like, she likes shopping in stores. But then she started talking about the store she's been in and the fact that the deodorant is locked up. They live in Jersey. That's great. But, like... Can you imagine going into a store and you have a lot of things you need to buy and half of everything you need to buy is behind a glass with a key and you have to wait for someone to constantly open it up and talk about it or do it? That to me sounds miserable and honestly, no thank you. I just think that why are we pretending like people like to shop? I don't like going into stores to buy things. I think the quality in stores is shitty. And the other day, on Friday, I went into Old Navy just to see what was in there. And I got to tell you, I went in there and I was just like, what the fuck is all this crap in here? Literally, that's the first thought that came to my head. What the fuck is all this crap in here? It was a bunch of mixed match, bad quality crap. The women's shoes looked like crap. They had pants in there for $50 that looked like they were made for, like, going on a vacation in Bahamas. But they were $50. And there's so much. The quality is really horrible. And I don't even know what to tell you anymore. Like, I, I don't even know where to shop. Now, I primarily do all my shopping online anyway. And I primarily shop at Nordstrom and Macy's for nice clothes. Or I go into Savers, Goodwill, or Thrift Store. That's primarily where, how I shop. And my mom taught me how to shop like that. So I'm not just going into one store. And I'm happy that I don't because the quality seriously sucks. Like, and I used to like Old Navy. Their quality used to be okay. I actually have a lot of clothes from Old Navy that's in my wardrobe. But I went in there just because I was curious because I always get emails from them. And I just discovered that, okay, Old Navy's not for me. The store sucks. 
But you know what the weird thing is about the store for Old Navy? Shopping online for Old Navy is better than shopping in the store for Old Navy. Retail continues to die. I mean, Zulily just closed abruptly. That was an online marketplace. It closed abruptly because Zulily got caught up in the fact that their main target audience was moms. And they lost that. It was women. They were trying to get further into online shopping as a retailer, thinking that they're Amazon, and it backfired. So, kaputs and goodbye. Hasta luego, Manego. I don't even know what I just said. I think I said goodbye. Hopefully, that is what I said. Honestly, I don't know. Well, just look at what we've gone through the last four years. We saw governments and the president. I don't think retail's doing good right now. I think that having a brick and border and having, like, being in a bad area where you have to, like, protect your, like, staff or people keep trying to rob you is making it difficult to be a retailer. There was a Walgreens that I like to go to in West Hartford and they closed it and I don't know why. It's really annoying that they closed it, but I don't know what's going to fix this. I wish I could tell you that I knew, but I don't. Bad business ideas. Okay, you want to know what a bad business idea is? Having all your business be connected to woke ideologies and woke thoughts, right? Woke is the idea that everything should be free, everybody gets a chance, blah, 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 blah. That's woke, right? All this crap that they're putting in these college campuses and all the stuff that they keep bringing to corporate America, the woke stuff, right? Everybody has a chance to do this. No. Your growth and your ability to do things should be based off your merit, your education, your experience, and your willingness to grow and learn. Nobody knows everything. And the idea that we want to pretend like we do is just insane because it's not true. We're always learning. We're constantly learning. We're never 100% at the top of anything, nor should we be. That's not how this works. But okay. Some people believe it is. A bad business idea is not understanding your target audience. A bad business idea is not sticking to what works for the business. A bad business idea is assuming that you want to like branch off into other parts of the business instead of focusing on the main part of the business to make sure the main part of the business continues to grow. If we're steering away from the momentum and the seriousness of the business, then we're not paying attention to the business. Heavy coats or fleeces. You know, if I'm going to the gym, I'd rather put my fleece on than a coat. But if I'm going to the gym after I get out of work, clearly I'm going to have to bring my coat with me. But I'd rather be a fleece person if it's not as cold. I just don't like all the layers. Which boots are better? Mm, comfortable ones. How to wear a pin. I don't really wear pins like that, but, you know, you're supposed to put it on the other side of your blazer or your jacket. Like the right side. I don't know if that's correct. But I, I like the way that looks. I don't really know how to wear pins. If you know how to wear pins, tell me please so I can learn. Moving on from the main part of the conversation. Let's get to the watching part of the conversation. The postcard killings. That looks like a horror mystery. Or a mystery. Deep fear. 
I'm thinking that that's like action. 47 meters down. Seems like one of these shark movies where these idiots want to go investigate like the depths of water and stuff like that. Just like the ideology behind Jaws. I don't think there'd be any circumstance in any of the world where I want to measure the levels of water with sharks or whales or octopuses or like deep sea animals that can eat me. What would ever make me want to do that? And I'm seriously trying to decide that. And I don't have an answer for you. I don't know if I want to watch that movie. It sounds scary to me, but I might be willing to give it a try. I ended up watching this horror movie about the ship. It was similar to like Titanic, but it was a horror movie about a ship. And it freaked me the hell out. And I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I watched it on Hulu and it was pretty creepy. Uh, Back Country seems interesting. Tidelands, Manifest, Adam Divide. Um, there's a bunch of comedy on Netflix and I'm going to be watching all of it. I like stand-up comedians and I love comedy. I've always loved Comedy Central and I'm totally about humor and fun. So I will be looking at more comedy on Netflix and I'm all about finding new people to watch. Finally, I found this thing called Bodies and I don't really know what it's about, but I'm hoping it's like a vampire show. As you know, I'm still mad about the fact that they canceled my werewolf show on Paramount because these dumb fucking bitches keep wanting to, like, spread their opinions about being actors and actresses. Like, it's just pissing me off. I really like that show. You know I like Supernatural. And they just got rid of it because they didn't want to deal with these dumbasses anymore. So this is why we don't go to the movies. And this is why Hollywood is dying. Because you're not listening to your customer. You're, you're listening to the people that are being replaced by AI. It's indefinite now. If, if you thought you were saving your jobs, you, you just got rid of all of them. I'm sad about my werewolf show and I'm definitely going to miss it. But I'll get over it. I'll find another one. And Netflix will come out with something good. So I'm just going to believe in that. Anyways, moving on from Star Wars Talk. Star Wars Talk, we watch together. Let's get into food. For meal prep this week, making Mexican pasta. So ground beef, mix that with taco seasoning, mix that with onions and peppers. Then you add in tomatoes, diced. Then you add in jalapenos. Then you add in heavy cream. Then you add in salsa then you add in sour cream cream cheese then you add in cheese then you mix it together on another pot you make the noodles make them al dente and soft and ooey gooey squeezy cheesy mix in the noodles with the cheese keep that on the one pan for about uh three to five minutes put the top on let that cook off in the oven for about five more minutes take it out Cut it into pieces with a knife, and you just made your meal prep for the week, or you just made your dinner for the week. Whichever you prefer, that's something that you can eat over and over and over again. You top that with a little bit of sour cream. Boom. I'm telling you, it is delicious. I've made it multiple times, and I can't wait to eat it to this week. I was considering meal prep, but I didn't have time to order it, so we'll see what happens next week. Moving on from that, roasted yellow pepper pasta so clearly you get yellow peppers you get regular peppers you get sour cream 
onion, uh, tomato paste, start it out off in a pan. Then you find whatever pasta you want to make that with. Basically, any pasta you want. You can even do linguine. Add that in. Mix it a little bit. Add a little bit of the noodle water in so it's a little thicker. Then just mix it together. Use the tongs to go up and down with it. Make sure you get the sauce into all of the pasta and serve. Right. Put this in a nice little dish in the middle of the table and everybody can just basically go at it and decide what they want. You can also have salad. There's just so much you can do with it. And I'm telling you, you'll be very excited. Moving on from that, teriyaki salmon. So basically, you want to marinate the salmon with the teriyaki sauce. So you want to take a fork and put the fork over the salmon and, like, poke the salmon like three or four times. Then you want to take soy sauce and go over lightly with soy sauce with it. Then you can leave this in a pan and let this marinate, or you can put this in a baggie and let it marinate, whichever you prefer. I think you're going to like it. After that, you can bake this in the oven. You can put it in the air fryer. You can make it in a one pan. You can legitimately do whatever you want with it. And I think you'll be very happy with the flavor. One pot lasagna. So you can make this in a one pan or you can make this in a slow cooker. If you're making it in a slow cooker, you have to start off with mm, vegetable broth. Then you can add in heavy cream. Then you can add in olive oil. Then you can add in diced tomatoes. Then you add in sour cream. Then you add in... Mm, cream cheese. Then mozzarella. Then you add in the lasagna noodles. Mm. Then... You can add in cottage cheese if you prefer a little more layers to that. I think that, honestly, it's definitely a great way to make lasagna without actually making lasagna. It doesn't take a lot of time. You could also use ricotta if you want instead of the cottage cheese. You mix that together, you can add in, you know, a little rosemary, a little Italian seasoning, some spinach, mix that together. I think you'd be very impressed with the flavoring and the texture of it. And I think you should try it. It doesn't take a long time. You could be done with that in about 30 minutes. Mexican corn dip. Uh, you're going to have to follow the instructions to make it correct. The directions, like, to tell you to, in like, make the corn. I recommend you do this with sweet corn, not regular corn. Then you're going to want to add the cheese, add the queso, dip into it, mix it around together. You're going to have to find the correct chips to dip this with. And you want to make sure you have the correct amount of cheese in this in order for it to have the texture and the taste that's important. Macho nachos. I'm assuming macho nachos means that these are nachos that legitimately have everything in them. So I'm just going to say let's just make nachos that are like literally everything in nachos and finally cucumber and bell peppers i think you could eat cucumber and bell peppers as a snack maybe with some sour cream or cottage cheese to dip with or you could just lightly uh use like everything seasoning to put on top of it and put it in the air fryer and then eat that or you could marinate the cucumbers and peppers in that take them out and then dip them in whatever you want like ranch 
I think that's definitely a healthy way to eat a snack. It removes you from eating things that probably have too many calories in it. And Lent is coming up. And this year for Lent, outside of not eating as much meat, because I will be eating less meat, I'm considering giving up soda. I don't know. My husband's probably not going to agree with me on that because he does love soda. But I think I'm going to stop drinking it entirely. So see how this goes my friends that is the end of this monday pod thank you for tuning in to born to be a star don't forget that you are a star wherever you are and i will see you same place same time tomorrow on tuesday today is another day for you to recognize your star power another day for you to recognize that you are just a vessel for jesus christ and today is another day for you to recognize that you can be that light in the darkness and you should want to be the light in the darkness and guess what I see you in the darkness. You are courageous. You are strong. You are brilliant. You are unstoppable. Together, you, me, us, we are going to not just change this world, but we are going to change this galaxy. We are the stars among the stars, and we are the light among the darkness. And we defeat the darkness because the darkness can't see us because we are the light. Like I always say, I'll see you tomorrow. And don't forget your star power. Together, we are going to change everything. And change starts now. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Don't forget your star power.